Knock, knock. Who's there? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. Memoirs of a Modern Marriage who? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage.com. Oh, shit. You mean I can go to the site and request to be a guest? Fuck yeah. If you want to get in on this nonsensical conversation, hop onto our site and request to be a guest today. Bonus points if you're a furry couple. Also, don't forget to check us out on our social media sites. Links are in the description. Now get ready to start your week off meh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Memoirs of a Modern Marriage, the only place that you can get memoirs of a modern marriage. And we are your hosts. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And welcome back. What the hell was up? Last week was so awesome. I hope everybody had a good time listening to it. Last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was it was so much fun. I couldn't believe like my ears. Like these these guys are my friends and like I've learned so much about them. Yeah. And it was pretty awesome. I was gonna say I'm glad that they were our first guests oh, because it kind of put that anxiety of having somebody on the show and like, how's it going to work? And, it, you know, it, we know them and it, it was nice. It was just like hanging out with them. So it was awesome. It was. It was just like hanging out with them. I kind of hope that every guest experience we have is just as cool. I kind of want to have them on again, like part three, maybe later <laughs> down the road. <laughs> well, maybe not like a part three, but like, you know, a new part one. Yeah, just have them come on, you know, talk some shit with us, you know, that kind of <laughs> shit. Love it. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we, we got past that. Um, and um, Liz and I actually have some really cool news that we'd like to share with you. Um, Which news are you talking about? Oh, you know, about waiting till the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Make sure you uh, listen to the uh, through the entire episode, because at the end we are announcing a dun 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 giveaway. 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 Yeah, it is um, with great pleasure from us and with, uh, you know. Uh, a, a great, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Appreciation. <laughs> appreciation, yes. Appreciation from us. Um, for our fans. Yes. So, yes, we are going to um, announce that at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. Um, and also, speaking of podcast guests, I... Um, reached out well actually somebody on on twitter reached out to me um and he was uh me and him just kind of clicked we got along we started talking it was great um and um it turns out you know that like you know i shared some of my music with him he's a musician as well i mean instantly became like you know bro beans is i loved it um but he, when he asked where we were based out of, and I, I told him we're out of Akron, Ohio. And he said, no way. 
He said, yeah, I, I grew up right there in Akron. He said, I was born in Akron, and then eventually we moved out to Barberton. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my mind was blown because, you know, how small is this world, right? Yeah. Um, but apparently the guy um, has one hell of a story, um, and now he lives in Norway. So, like, uh, he's lived there for the last 20 years, which is super cool, you know. Um, you know, I've I've... I've only seen Norway in pictures, um, and uh, Beatles song Norwegian Wood. Which I walked down the aisle to. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we have, we have mentioned that in earlier episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, he is going to be a guest on our podcast as well as we are going to be a guest on his podcast. So that's super cool. Yeah, and when you said do you want to tell them their big the big news, I didn't know if you were talking about the giveaway or being on somebody's podcast. Well, like those are the only two there's no other news people. <laughs> All right. Yep, we're ending it here. All right. You guys ready for that giveaway detail? <laughs> no, I don't want people to think like we had like big news like, you know life-altering news right 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 no <laughs> nothing big like that i mean it could alter somebody's life what the giveaway is that awesome it could very well be awesome or it could be like a note <laughs> hi <laughs> hello do you like us check yes or no here's a coupon so you can like get like five minutes free like ama live with us <laughs> I think that would be pretty awesome, actually, because, you know, people pay me big money and my job to answer questions. What if we were on, like, Cameo? Are we that famous yet? Um, we could be. I I think in our own minds we are. Eh. No, I, I, I know where I stand in life. <laughs> I'm dirty water trash. <laughs> right. I, I, I drive to work. So I know where I stand in life. <laughs> no cameo for us. <laughs> when, so, when I wake up and then somebody brings me what I need to wear for the day, then we'll talk about how fucking cool I am and how much how, how rich I am. Wait, can I just say one thing? How famous I am. That makes me think of like, you know, in the Jetsons, like you just get on that conveyor belt and you just stand there and then it showers you and then dresses you and then your food's all made. Where's that future? The year 2000. <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, back to the future, like it kind of fucked us up, too. I know, flying cars. I was promised fucking <clears throat> flying cars by now. Yep. And here I am, driving on the road like a fucking commoner. With four wheels. The coolest thing I've seen on TV is a fucking truck that can crab walk now. <laughs> I kind of want one of those. For no I would reason. Be, I would be that douche. <laughs> like... Like, you wouldn't even have to fight. Like, your car would be facing for, And it's not even like a full-out crab walk. It's like a diagonal. And I don't see the point. But, yeah. except, except, except to piss somebody off. Do you remember, like, 
crab walking in gym class. I remember crab walking this morning. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I you- get up, I get up out of bed and then I crab walk to the bathroom. Oh, cause you're crabby. Uh, no, because I'm, I can't walk straight. Okay. No, do you know what I'm talking about? Like crab walking? I have like- a clue. Oh, after the podcast, I'll try and show you what it was. We did it in gym class. Can I take a video of it for exclusive content on our Patreon? Well, um, no. Um, no. <laughs> Wait, let's... Let me show you, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um... I did. I mentioned that we have a Patreon now. Um, I'm not expecting a huge turnout on the Patreon. I just started one because, like, you never know, right? You Somebody know. might like us. So I like us, but I do. I mean, I'm not going to like donate to us. I might subscribe to us. Yeah. I want that tote bag. I'm like the guy, though, that, like, you know, I'll like my own posts. He does. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, it's kind of like leaving a dollar in a tip jar. You know, it's like bait. Or anytime your band has a show, you watch the video like over and over and over again. That's because I like to pick out my uh, my fucking mistakes. And over and over. Yeah, I like to pick out my mistakes. I'm like, hey, this is what I'm not going to do next time. You don't do that. You're like, oh, man, I look good up there. I have not never, ever once said that. Bullshit bullshit nothing you're the one that's like oh you look so good up there baby oh i mean oh you got your bowling shirts on your gretch got my gaiters on (laughs) (laughs) fucking stepping over motherfuckers like gangbusters (laughs) but yeah i i i am like my worst critic Everybody is. Yeah, so I will watch myself over and over again in order to fucking, like, make sure that I don't fuck up again by and showing up on stage and singing. Make sure you tune up a little bit in between songs. It's that goddamn G-string. It's always the G-string. <laughs> it, it was That joke is only funny in the 80s because they don't call them G-strings anymore. No, no. There's, like, a whole generation who's like, huh? Oh, wait, what? What? Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah. Um, most of the time it's because I hear my guitar go out of tune, and I'm like, well, that's where it happened. <laughs> it was all downhill from there. Yep. Halfway through the first song. <laughs> it's not halfway for, through the first song. <laughs> I know. It's usually after I fucking bend the Bigsby a little bit. Ah, the Bigsby. So big. (laughs) You like playing with my Bigsby and you know I do. I do. (coughs) You'll just like drum your guitar and I'm like, can I hit the Bigsby? And you're like, yeah. I guess. I'm like, wah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'll play a little bit of the song here on podcast, you know, maybe. Can I hit the Bigsby? I mean, I'm not going to play the guitar. I'm just going to put some music on here. 
I'll just go downstairs and play with the pig's feet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I need to change them strings. I've been saying that for like three weeks now. Yeah, you went and bought strings and... Yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. Good Procrastination. stuff. Procrastination! <laughs> hey. You were you like, I was going to change my strings, but then I started a podcast. Yeah, I started a podcast <laughs> now this just became me. This is me now. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> but I'm also a musician. Yeah. 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 Musician that has been out of practice and his calluses are getting like soft again. Because I have you put lotion on my back. It's because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so um I know we've talked a little bit uh in past podcasts and you know, I am going to switch up gears a little bit here. Um about having our CCWs um, or CHLs, if you want to talk about the legal term. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and kind of elaborate on that. Like, yes, I do believe in the Second Amendment. Um, and I always have. I've never, not once, felt like an American shouldn't be able to arm themselves and protect their home and their family. But I never really saw a need to do it myself until last year. And it was actually because Liz um, had a very uh, unique and interesting interaction or lack thereof. Scary. Yeah. And it was very scary for her and very scary for me because at the time I... I my hands were tied and I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But um so this is kind of the story on why we decided to go and get our CHLs. Um, get gu- a gun period. Yeah. Guns get, period. Yeah, I figured if I'm going to have a gun, I might as well be able to carry it everywhere I go. So here is um and I'm going to let Liz tell this story because um, the account actually happened to her. So, um, and it's actually a really good cautionary tale for women, uh, to be aware and, um, just, I don't know, watch out for weird things and I, I guess trust your gut on stuff. Um, so do you just want me to tell the story? Yeah. Um, so this happened last summer and, um, I always would come home for lunch from work uh, just so I could take the dogs, kind of relax, just, you know. So I I would go the same way every day to and from work, you know, a couple times a day, obviously, because go back to work, come home the same way. And um, so I was... At a red light, waiting to turn left, and I'm just trying to set the stage here for everybody so they can kind of understand once once it gets it going. So I was waiting to turn left, and there were a couple of cars ahead of me and a car behind me, and then there was a car across the street that was waiting to turn right, and we we had an arrow, so we had the right of way. So we turned left, and the car across the street was a big white unmarked um work van and 
The only reason I noticed it is because most people don't like where the light is, don't realize that you have the right of way. <laughs> so they always try and go. So I was kind of watching to make sure he wasn't going to try, you know, go so I didn't get hit. So I noticed the car that or the van there. So he, you know, once we went, he got, you know, he turned right and the car uh, behind me ended up turning off on another side street. And so the van was behind me. Didn't think anything of it. Continue on my way home um, to get to where we live. There's like this kind of weird, like offshoot that like most people do not take, you know, and so I went that way and the van was behind me, did not think anything of it. And then I turned again, you know, continuing on my way home and the van turned the same way I did. And still at this point, nothing, nothing weird, you know? Um, I mean, it's a work van, so. Yeah. And I mean, we live in like the, the, there's, it's a main street. I was on a main street and turned onto a main street. So really, you know, don't think anything of it. I mean, and don't your, doesn't your grandpa have like a large white, it's unmarked, gray, but, but yeah. yeah, yeah, unmarked work van. You see so him all the time. It happens. Um, it could happen to anybody. Really did not take notice <laughs> until I turned onto our street to he start heading to the house. The van turned the same way. And I'm like, okay, I noticed, but still at this point, did not think anything of it. Um, we have a shared driveway, and then we uh, have a private driveway that runs off of the shared driveway, and then private driveway is right behind our house. So I turn down our shared driveway, pull into our, um, our driveway, still at this point not really thinking anything is out of the ordinary. Oh, cool. The motorcycle gang's back. <laughs> That's why I kind of paused. <laughs> but um, I get home, let the dogs out. At that point, we had only had Nyla for a very short time. So we were still keeping her on the leash in the yard because we just, you know, just to be on the safe side with Finnegan. And we weren't sure how she would listen. So I went out with the dogs and we came in and I'm getting my lunch ready and I, the dogs just start going ape shit. They, they're barking like crazy. And I hear somebody pounding on the door and I don't answer the door because I, you know, if I'm not expecting somebody, I'm not answering the door. And so somebody's pounding on the door and I looked out Oh, the window. So whoever was at the door couldn't see me. And I saw a guy standing there. And then I happened to notice that white van is parked across the street in front of our house now. And I'm like, OK, you know, <laughs> that's weird. And this guy has on a T-shirt and it's... <laughs> The only way I can describe it is, you know how like you would if your dad's it was a it it said plumber and you know how like if your dad's a plumber for Father's Day you get him like that shirt that just says plumber and it's got like a plunger on it or if he's 
a carpenter. It says carpenter and has a hammer on it, you know, just very generic. So he has on this shirt that says plumber and it's got a plunger on it. He had a clipboard and he had a tool pouch with a hammer in it. And at that point, I was working for a plumbing company. So, A, I would not have called another plumbing company. And B, I know that they would not show up to the door with a hammer in a tool pouch like that. Let's just go and see that, like, you know, DOT markings have to be yeah. on any legitimate business. Your, your business license has to be on the van. Any legitimate company is going to have their company's name on the van. So at this point, I'm like, OK, this is this is weird. And I am looking out the window still and checking out this van Again, there's no markings in it or on it, but um, and it's one of those big work vans that there's no windows on the side panels or anything. But the way that he was parked, I could see through the driver's window and I could see into the back of the van and it was empty, which again, I work for a plumbing company. I know that your van's not empty. It's, you know, there's usually like shelves, there's, it's, there's stuff back there, but between like where the back of the van is like in the front seats, there's one of those like cages. So if there's something in the back, it's not going to get to the front seat. Once I noticed that I'm like, just this is this is fucking off there's this is not right at all meanwhile the dogs just will not stop barking this guy keeps pounding on the door he will not leave and i mean that's when i started noticing like okay his t-shirt is like very generic he's wearing like jean shorts (laughs) you know like there's just a hammer in his tool pouch and it looks like a brand new tool pouch. It's not like a used tool pouch or anything. And I started texting Dave. I'm like, Hey, this guy followed me home. He is now at the door knocking. He watched me pull into our shared driveway and then watched which driveway I pulled into. So he knew which house I went to and he, he's still out there. And Dave's like, what's going on? You know, he's like at work. So he couldn't, I couldn't call him, but I'm texting him and telling him what's going on at the time too. I didn't have a vehicle. I couldn't leave. Um, even if you could, you were in the middle of work. Like you couldn't just lock up the shop and you know, uh, yeah. So most people, if they knock on your front door and you don't answer, they get the fucking picture. You're not going to answer. And the fact that Nyla, Nyla is our protector. She's a German Shepherd mix. She's a bigger dog. And she was just going crazy. And she was in another window where he would have been able to see her. And that wasn't deterring him. And I'm like, okay, this is getting really fucking weird. And Dave's like, call the police. And I'm like, no, I don't want to cause trouble for this guy. What if he's legit? 
I should have I should have called the police, <laughs> but let me finish with my story before we kind of backtrack on that. Um, probably after twenty minutes of him pounding on the door, he goes back to his van, and at that point he lifts up the hood like he's having car trouble, and you know. To get to our house, like literally at the end of our street, what a, a block over is a gas station. If you're having car trouble, <laughs> you could pull into the gas station. So he just sits outside of his van, you know, like trying to, you know, I guess play to my, you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. Let me run out and see if he needs help or whatever. Um, and probably about 10 minutes of him standing out there, he left. He did not go to any other house on the street. Uh, he didn't try and see if somebody else would help him or let him use a phone. He left. Um, so I told Dave, I'm like, okay, he's gone. My heart rate, my heart rate was just probably through the roof. I was scared shitless. And like I said, he's Dave's like, call the police. And I'm like, well, no, what if he's legit? I don't want to cause problems. And, you know, I don't want to be a bother. And I don't want to get somebody told you to call your dad, too. <laughs> I didn't want to get somebody in trouble that, you know, and oh, everything about that situation. I knew it was not legit. I should have called the police. There were so many red flags on that. And, you know, like sitting back and thinking about it, you know, he I'm like, why would he keep knocking when he sees a big dog like Nyla? And I mean, she wasn't just barking like she was snarling like she knew. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, he probably thought I was going to lock the dogs up and let him in. Yeah. And at that point, Dave's like, yeah, he would have opened the door and he would have hit you on the fucking head with that hammer and put you in the back of the car. Yep. And the Um, thing is, and the thing is about that, like, you know, it's unfortunate that we live in a society where trafficking is a thing, but it's been a thing for many, 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 many years. And unfortunately it's not going to stop. And what's fucking sick about it is, is it doesn't matter who you are. You could be anybody and be that victim, you know, and it shouldn't be anybody. I went over it a, a couple times in my head the rest of the afternoon and just going back and forth like, you know, what if he was a legit plumber? No, he was not a legit. You know, I kept going like just re replaying it in my head, trying to rationalize you know, like him being legit and like at no point did I, I ever like, okay, yeah, he was legit because it all came back to like, there's all these signs, these warnings. And, um, it was a couple days later, you wanted to see the route yeah. that we took. Yeah. And so I took you, I said, this is where I was and this is where he was. And I took you the route and I went the exact same way home. And you were like, he followed you for almost, what was it? Like you timed it. It was like seven minutes. Yeah. You were a target. 
he saw me and thought that I looked like easy prey, I guess. Could have been, or it could have fit the dynamic of a customer or, you know, it, it could have been a number of reasons, but you were a target. And I told this story to, of course, I go back to work and I'm just, I'm shaken because, and let me, when I left, I looked out all of the windows to make sure he wasn't like, you know, parked somewhere where I couldn't see him because we have a large privacy fence. I was able to look out the windows, make sure that he wasn't parked on the other side of the privacy fence, that he wasn't in our driveway. You know, there was not some person standing outside waiting for me. Um, And I went to work and, you know, I told a couple people this story and they were like, that is 100%, you know, <laughs> you were, you were almost like sex traffic. Like, yeah, that's, that was, and, and what's sad about it is people just disappear. You don't even hear about them. And right now, like I, I wanted to tell you guys this story because I wanted it to be a warning and I feel awful now looking back at it that I didn't call the police because what if now somebody else didn't realize that it wasn't legit, you know? Right. And I just, I really want everybody to know that like you, you hear these stories all the time on the news or a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend but this happened to me this almost i mean the experience happened to me and i was almost a victim i and and i can honestly say looking back at everything and talking to people who you know i don't I, you know just having other people you know hear this story and they're like yes this is like 100% that cliche story that you hear before somebody just disappears. And, and I guess the moral of it really that you got to look at is it's sometimes, you know, you might not know what to do, but you know, if we can reach anybody in this situation, don't let hindsight be the 2020, you know, let let it happen in the now. Don't take a risk. You know, don't fucking not call the police in a situation where, like, you know, you could potentially become a victim, you know? Um, the, the thing is, is if the police were called and they came by and he was legitimate, he would have walked away. You know? They would have they they would have done their job, mm-hmm. and they would have, you know, checked the guy out, credentials, whatever, and he would have walked away. But if he wasn't, you know, if he was up to something a bit more nefarious, you know, don't be afraid to fucking call the police. And I mean, we have a security system with a panic button. Right, I, I could have hit the panic button. Right, you know. Like and the hitting the panic button is is different than the alarm going off. 
Right. It we also a- have like a, we have our code to disarm, but we also have a secret code that if they get the alert that that code has been used, then like. It sends a silent alarm to yeah. the police department and yeah. Um, but yeah, don't let hindsight be 2020 on this one because like something like that, be an asshole, be that person, you know, be cautious. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, a, a couple people have said, you know, oh, what happens if now like he does this to somebody else? And like that, that weighs on me. That weighs on me. That tears you apart it does and like it it makes me cry (laughs) like i feel i feel awful and yeah so the situation is yeah you could be frozen in fear but 911 is three numbers and that's what they get paid to do right it's their job literally 100 percent their job it's not a burden they'll come in they'll check the person out and yeah if he's legitimate cool you know, no harm, no foul. He's he's out 30 minutes of his day, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I this just kind of goes back because I think in one of the first couple of episodes, you asked me what my favorite presents you ever bought me. And my two answers were my Smith & Wesson and my Taser. And I don't want you guys to think like, oh, I'm just like a weirdo that's, you know, stockpiling. Oh, 70 Sam over here, <laughs> fucking rooting, tooting, sons of bitches. So, like, this is my explanation. That's why my Christmas presents this past year, like, I got a gun, a, a, a new gun, because <laughs> I already had one. I got a taser, and I got ammo <laughs> and a holster so I can carry. Um, And... Um, the taser came in because a that situation, and then also when we took our CCW class, our uh, instructor said he advised taking self defense classes as well because if you're ever in a situation where you're being attacked and you have to draw your weapon, it's not going to be an easy draw. You're probably going to have to fight for it, and so that taser gives me a leg up on somebody who's going to overpower me. Because that'll give me enough time to hit them with the taser and then back off and me be able to pull my weapon um, if I need to. Um, So. Yeah, I mean, so like really the nitty gritty of it is, you know, you might not believe in guns and that's fine. You know, find something that you do believe in because everybody needs to be, you know aware of self-defense they need to know how to defend themselves in a situation where you know uh it could potentially be their life and i'm saying this to the women because more often than not these are the stories these are the stories that you hear of somebody that you know are almost abducted or are abducted it's women and if you don't feel comfortable having a gun or can't have one for whatever reason, get a taser. Tasers are legal. (coughs) Get pepper spray. Pepper spray is legal. You know, like make sure you're just keeping yourself safe, you know? And I really, I do have to like worry about it after I become a foot model on OnlyFans (laughs) because, you know, People, people gun after me, man. 
Hmm. Have you seen these feet? Yeah, they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> Not after I dip them in chocolate pudding. Oh, I just like almost threw up a little. <laughs> but, but yeah, for real. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not saying go start an arsenal, you know, uh, but you know, it's always, it's always good to be informed and know that it could be anybody. And like I said, you hear all these stories on the news or, you know, like somebody that knew somebody like 10 times removed. This is me. This happened to me. And, you know, if, if it could happen to me, it could happen to anybody. And, you know, you hear those stories and you're like, oh, that would never happen to me, you know? And I'm one of those people because, like, I look at myself and I'm like, nobody wants this, <laughs> you know? Nobody's nobody's going to, like, sex traffic this. I, I look well, like... I mean, <laughs> in my mind, I look like Kirby. Somebody wants this. <laughs> I look like Kirby. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> but like all joking aside, if they're going to take you, they're going to take you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it doesn't matter just who you are. Be aware of your surroundings. I mean, after that happened, I started and like I said, I went the same way to and from work twice a day. After that, I started changing which way I went home. I went home different ways. Um, and here's something that I did not tell you. Like one day I felt like there was another car following me and it was shortly after that. And I drove past the house. I just kept driving. And it I was, think you did tell me that it was, you know, innocuous. They ended up not being, but it was close enough to when that happened and they had been behind me. And again, turned down our street that like I got scared and I'm like, I'm not going home this time. And I just drove around for a little bit and made sure that they weren't behind me. But now I am constantly watching. But, you know, if I turn down our street before I pull in our driveway, I make sure um, that nobody's behind me. And I it's something that like. I think about and it scares me all over again, yeah. you know? I mean, people should be afraid, you know, like, but <clears throat> also be informed, yeah. you know, don't let them win, mm -hmm. you know? And after it happened, like the same day, you know, uh, you know, she kept, she kept telling me, she says, you know, well, I'm not sure. I'm, not, you know, and I'm like, oh no, that's 100. percent Like it has all the red flags. I said, and we are going this weekend and getting us a gun for you, for you, home defense. You said because we'd talked about it, like, oh, we should get a gun. We should get a gun. And you said this weekend we're going to get guns, and you're going to learn how to protect yourself yeah. because I can't be with you all the time. Right. And you know, I mean, I'm not. By any stretch of the word, uh, you know, the protecting type, you know, but I will defend my home. And, and you know, if it takes having, you know, having a, a responsibly obtained, you know, responsibly owned, responsibly operated uh, handgun to do so, 
I'm going to. And, you know, I want the best for our home because we work very hard for this. And, you know, I'll be damned if somebody is going to try to take my sunshine away. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I will say that since we've had our firearms, there was one time where you were at work at night, you were closing and I felt uncomfortable because there was some guy out in the street yelling what for quite a while like fuck you come fight me and i had no idea and he was standing across the street from our house screaming he's probably like on something obviously on something yeah you know because he's just screaming and i was like i don't know if he's going to try and like open you know approach a house and i went and i got one of your i mine wasn't loaded (laughs) So yours was, and I went and I got it and I brought it in the living room in case I needed it. Yeah. Um, and then in fact, I ended up that night going in our bedroom, taking our dogs and closing the door because I, I just didn't know what was going to happen out there. Eventually right. he just walked on. I heard him walking up the street, screaming the entire way up the street. But I mean... I, it, you see, baby, that's another situation where you call the police <laughs> because, um, you know, he is definitely threatening and um, menacing at that point. I mean, there's one thing. It's like one thing if, like, you know, you have, like, asshole neighbors that rev their motorcycle engines at all hours of the night. When you're trying to record your podcast. When you're trying to record your podcast. But it's another <laughs> thing. When, like, you have a guy standing outside screaming at the top of his lungs because the meth is, like, eating his brain or some shit, um, basically barking at nobody, Mm -hmm. um, he needs to be removed from society. I mean, he could be a danger to somebody or even himself. I just never wanted to be the person that was, like... The narc? No, overly, (laughs) like, paranoid, but I've, we're living in a time where you do have to be overly paranoid. Well, obviously, I mean, it's not like everybody. You can't be paranoid about everybody. But I mean, if there's obvious signs in the world, like for example, a white van that follows you home and that has a starts, cage in the back, that has a cage and like no fucking tools in the back and shit, and then he starts, you know, knocking on your door. Next thing you know, like you're fucking, you're fucking like staring up at a guy from a well. And, like, he's making people suits and shit. <laughs> you know? It's telling me to put the lotion on the skin. Right. <laughs> Keep the moisturized, bitch. Yeah. You so, know I what mean, really hit me, though? Like, I've told this story to, like, all the guys that I worked with. You know, my dad, my stepdad. Like, everybody has heard this story. But do you know, like, what hit was when you went to the range... And you, the range that we always go to, which is the one who did our CCW class, and you told that guy, and he was like, oh, she should be afraid. She needs to take the class. Like, Right. <laughs> like, he knew. Like right. everybody, everybody hears that story, and they're like, yeah, that was not right. And, like, you know, there's a, you know how our dogs are. Our dogs bark at fucking everything. Oh, yeah. 
the hairs on the back of their necks were standing up and you know that that's when it's bad when a dog's barking and doing that and like Nyla's snout like her lips were curled like she wasn't just barking she was snarling right like dogs know they have that sense yeah and like Finnegan who is like I mean he he was freaking out and it it was beyond just the fact somebody was knocking at the door. Yeah. I think they knew. But, uh, you know, the thing is, like, our dogs, I know I've said this a million times already, and I'm going to say it again. They'll bark if somebody farts two streets down. But. It's just a bark. It's just a bark. You know, um, they are. um. They have a really good sense of people, and it's not yeah. just every dog. You know, it's it's them. Um, I've noticed they've done really well with, like, you know, gauging a person. So, I mean, they're really just awesome. Like, I'm super glad that we have the dogs that we have. And I, I would like to give a special shout-out to Nyla real quick, because... At that point, like I said, we had only had her a couple weeks and she was like instantly defensive. You know, she knew that like we're her people and she had to protect. Right. She's probably one of the only dogs that has ever like clung to me. Like instantly. She has. Yeah. Um, and I will... Finnegan is, we always joke, Finnegan is our alarm system because he's got that beagle in him. So he just is very loud. And Nyla is our defense. So, like, we have an alarm dog. We have a defense dog. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think we don't even need guns. But <laughs> it's always good to, to you know, be on the offensive. And, you we know. We got to protect them. Right. I mean, we look at them like we would our own children. They are our children. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, so like, um, I don't want to scare people, right? but I want to educate. And I, like I said, I've said it a couple of times. You always hear this on the news. This is a real story. You know me. You've been listening to this podcast for several weeks now. I'm an actual human being that this happened to. Well, you're a robot, kind of. Thanks. I do believe you are a synthetic person sometimes. Is it because sometimes I don't have feelings? Well, no, you <laughs> definitely have feelings. But um, no, no. Uh, the more I hear about this whole, you know, theory that we're all computer simulation, the more I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> you know. But please. Warn your wife, warn your girlfriend, your mom, your daughter. And like I said, if you can't have a gun or you don't want a gun because you're not comfortable with it, get a taser. The taser I have is we got it. Dave got it for me for Christmas. It was on Amazon. It's a flashlight that's super powerful and it's got that button on it and it is loud as shit. All you like, that would be enough to scare somebody. Just hit that button and well, they yeah, hear that I mean, taser go off. If it's dark, if it's dark, you could take that flashlight out and put it right in their face. Um, that'll blind them. And then you hit them with that taser. 
And then draw my my Smith and Wesson. Well, yeah, but for some who don't have a Smith and Wesson, I mean that that thing was like twenty five bucks, you know, and super easy to get. And it it it, and it's it could give you enough time to get away. Yep. And that's all you need. And for those people who might be say like what Liz, how you know in Liz's situation where. She was, you know, in our house and he was outside and she was able to get all of these details off the van. Don't forget to pull out your phone and take video or take pictures. Yeah. And that's another thing. Somebody was like, why didn't you get pictures? And I'm like, I didn't even fucking think about that. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, shit, go over this checklist in your mind. Phone, check. Camera on, check. Mm -hmm. You know, start taking notes on details because, you know, and then call the fucking police. You know, if it, you know, even if you just take a few pictures of the van, call the fucking police. And you hear a lot of these stories, especially around the holidays, women go shopping by themselves and you think, oh, it's a crowded store. That doesn't matter if they're waiting in the parking lot. I mean, just please be aware of your surroundings and just take note of things. And if you feel uncomfortable go with your gut and i i wish i would have and like dave said if he was legit then you know my mistake you scared me you know like you followed me you came to my door i wasn't expecting somebody you know yeah so i mean you know um but i'm gonna switch gears here a little bit more um so now we are Toward the end of the episode, and um, enough of that somber shit, I think Liz should explain our giveaway. So, every Monday when the um, podcast airs, uh, it is posted on our Facebook page, and um, we will also post this on our Twitter page. So, to be entered into the drawing for our giveaway... The um, post that we uh, put up Monday with this episode, uh, you need to share it and tag us in it so we know that you shared it. And uh, your name will be entered into a drawing. If you have Twitter and Facebook, you can have two entries, double your chances here of winning. Um, And then, um, so Monday when this is posted... Uh, through Sunday, uh, just before the um, new episode drops. Uh, we'll, so it'll be a week. Um, and then that Monday, uh, we will put everybody's names who shared this and tagged us in it. We'll put your names in for a drawing. We have like a cool gift for you. Yeah. And uh, just so you know, we're not pulling any punches. We will show you exactly how the name was drawn um so please pay attention to your social media feeds on that um also we have a um a patreon um page that if you um if you support us on our patreon page uh the first tier you will get early access to episodes and that's our six dollar tier um, we have a $15 tier um, where you get early access to episodes, 
Um, you get like merchandise, exclusive uh, merchandise. Yeah, exclusive merchandise, stuff like that. Um, we also have a twenty five dollar tier, which. Hey, if you want to support us with $25, I love you. I will call you daddy. That's right. And (laughs) with that, you get everything that you get on the first two tiers, plus you get a monthly AMA. And, uh, you know, Liz and I will actually do a shout out to you um, when you sign up. We'll do a shout out to you on on our podcast um, the following recording. So um, right now we are ahead one week um so you know it could be pushed out even further depending on you know how many part episodes we have um there are certain episodes that that we might have more than one part as you just saw with our last two episodes um so that might push us out a little bit further but we will give you an exclusive shout out you'll get merchandise every what 3 6 uh Three, six, nine, and twelve months that you, yeah, are a that patron. you're a Patreon member. So yeah, that's super fucking cool. Um, this episode too, I I'm going to because I mentioned er- earlier how I'd like to play some of uh, my music on here. I think uh, I'm gonna end this with one of the songs that uh, you know that uh, my band has performed, and the name of the band is Past Euphoria. Anyway, um, that wraps it up for this week. Um, We thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully, we've kept you engaged. Um, And informed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Again, we are your hosts. My name is Dave. And Liz. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Here we sit almost side by side. Terry lights a cigarette. His eyes got I said I am who I've always been, but what's the guy in me? He said, lost it all, lost your mind, lost within your livelihood. How could it be so blind? Wait and see the chickens coming home to roost. I've lived in my transgressions, my talent's gone unused by the way. Time to pass The day will come That I'm leaving my sins in the past Jerry said, staring at the fire He cleared his throat and spat it out You blessed your desire If it were for you Chuck would still be here with us Betrayed his trust and got him down Shot him in between the eyes Done it all Every job With clean and flawless getaways Now it's me you gotta rob Wait and see the chickens coming home to roost I turned my gun on Jerry I'm mentally refused but I wait Time to
Time to 